Disclaimer, this article features child abuse, violence and filicide, it is therefore, not suitable for young, or sensitive viewers. Discretion is advised. Megan Huntsman 1996-2006 From Utah in the United States, Megan, 40, was a prolific mother, who had her pregnancy so well, she, nor her husband knew how many children she had given birth to and friends, nor neighbors knew how many times as had been pregnant. She was known to be a drug addict and was addicted to methamphetamine, making the neighbors quite worried for the welfare of the family, however many children were there. It just didn't have that safe and secure feeling that a family home should have. They did know of at least three living children, a young female and older female and male adult living there for sure, with their mother, Megan, and father, Darren West. During the years of 1996 to 2006 many people actually allowed Megan to babysit for their babies and children, despite knowing what she was like, though none of them could have suspected what was about to be uncovered by her now estranged husband, Darren. A little over a year after Megan moved out of the family home, Darren came across something in the garage that would change his family's life forever. Megan had murdered six of her own newborn babies by suffocating, or strangling them. She had wrapped each baby in cloth and inside plastic bags, then stored in boxes and she left them behind when she moved out of the family home. Due to her own state of mind at the time of the murders, there are different reports as to why she actually committed these crimes, and let others survive. Seven babies were found, though one was found to have been stillborn, and despite denials from Darren, DNA confirmed that all seven were Darren's children. Megan was charged with the murders of all six children that she admitted to murdering, and she was cleared of murder, for the stillborn infant, though child abuse and abuse of a corpse was added to the charges of filicide and endangering the lives of children. She has been sentenced for a period of up to life in prison for unwanted child filicide and the first-degree murders of her six children. Dora Luz Buenrostra 1994 In San Jacinto, United States, 32-years-old Dora Luz Buenrostro committed what is known as spouse revenge filicide and an attempt to frame her husband, who had been away for work at the time of the murders. In 1994, four-year-old Deidre was stabbed to death and the knife was found broken in her neck. She was also stabbed repeatedly after she was dead, with what authorities believe to be a ballpoint pen. She was then left dead, still strapped into her car seat, or child safety seat, 10 miles away from her home. Dora then went on to murder 9-year-old Susanna and 8-year-old Vicente, who were sleeping at the time of the attacks on them. They were both stabbed repeatedly in the throat and neck. She then went on to call the police herself, in order to blame her husband for the crimes, even though he was away for work, for a week, and had a solid alibi, being cleared almost immediately. It didn't take a genius to figure out that Dora, who took investigators to the bodies, showed no remorse and knew all of the details of the crimes, was responsible for the murders of her three young children. Dora was initially sentenced to death, but over the years, appeals were made to overturn her death sentence, eventually being granted. She is now serving a sentence of life without the possibility of parole. Nicola Priest 2020 In Birmingham, England, Nicola Priest, was a young mum, looking after her daughter, Kaylee Jade, three, while separated from the child's father, though she was with a lover, at the time of these events. This lover, a guy called Callum Redfern, in love with Nicola, or at least, in lust with her. And she with him. CCTV picked up on the 9th of August, Nicola, 23, checking herself out, and three-year-old Kaylee Jade, skipping and happy, to and from the local play area. Kaylee Jade appeared to be unharmed and injured in any way. Later on that day, is when the crime took place, little Kaylee Jade was too excitable to sleep and began to cry at being told to go to bed. 
Nicola and Callum were having sexual relations and in the throes of passion, Kaylee Jade is said to have walked into the room. Reports vary, given the denials, from both parties, and was beaten severely, all over her body. Experts say that there was enough damage to assume the child had been involved in a 40-mile-per-hour road accident. Evidence that disputed this case as a crime of passion, included messages from Nicola, to Callum, saying she had hit the child in the face, and that as she killed her she said she would make it look like an accident. This is what Nicola eventually went on to do, blaming an accident on her daughter's injuries. Both Callum and Nicola blamed each other though both were sentenced to time in prison for manslaughter, claiming they did not set out to kill her, just to teach her a lesson to disturb them during these moments, and they took it too far. Nicola was sentenced to 15 years for manslaughter and an additional 3 years for child abuse. Callum was sentenced to 14 years in prison for manslaughter. Nicola and Callum must serve every day of their sentence, before they can be considered for parole. Verfi Kuti 2019 In Brighton, England, single mum Verfi Kuti was 17 on the 4th of December, her 18th birthday a day away. She was likely quite naive and immature, though not unusual for young people, not many would do what happened over the next few hours and days. By all accounts, she was a good mother, bubbly and beautiful, treating her baby like a doll at times, though at other times, as one can imagine, she needed to let her hair down. Little Asaya was just 20 months old at this time. Photographs show them both as being happy and healthy, at least, in the camera lens. CCTV on the 5th of December saw Verfi leaving Asaya at home, while apparently going out somewhere, from the hostel she was staying at at the time, she is registered as being of no fixed abode. It wasn't until the 11th of December, that Verfi would return and find her baby unconscious and unresponsive. An ambulance came and efforts were made to save Asaya, but she was ultimately pronounced dead. An inquiry found that Asaya died of neglect, as she was otherwise, completely healthy, likely as a result of dehydration, and starvation, then causing multi-system organ failure as the body ate itself. After a court case, Verfi was sentenced to nine years in prison, for the manslaughter of Asaya. Mersane Warrior 2014 From Queensland, Australia, this case has been called one of the worst mass murders in Australian history, of multiple filicide. Mersane, 34, was this mass murderer. In a morning of December, Mersane's 20-year-old son, Lewis, came home to a truly horrific scene. A rampage fueled by religious fury, saw Mersane first kill a pet duck in front of the eight children with her. Seven of her own and one of their cousins. Lewis was away from the house and was older than the other children. They were a close-knit family unit and what had happened next, could only be described as slaughtering of all eight children. The night before, at around 9 p.m., December 18, 2014, Neighbors heard strange conversations, from just Mersane. Speaking in a mixture of English, Creole and tongues, a type of channeling, with scripture and other words being recited. She was asking over and over, for forgiveness from God, for something she had done. It is unclear if she tried to kill herself, or if she tried to commit suicide by stabbing herself, however, she stabbed herself 35 times after a frenzied stabbing that left the duck, seven of her own children and one of their cousins dead. She survived, her own attack, and was deemed to be unfit for trial, and began treatment for severe psychosis and frequent psychotic episodes, both before treatment and while being treated now. She was sentenced for the deaths of all eight children and for eight counts of first-degree murder. She will never be released into the public.